You are listening to Bright and Bubbly with Tori and Elizabeth. This is, well, I don't actually know what I was going to say, but this is a great thing because <laughs> you know what? We have a podcast and we're getting to talk to you today. Yeah. We actually didn't say this in the last um, recording because we're recording these back to back, even though they'll be a week um, separated from coming out. When we talked about office hour, we're actually recording in our church. Yes. In the nursery room. <laughs> we both happen to be able to um, record after work one day, and this is what we're doing. And so I'm just filled with joy. Just after Tori and I just talked, we kind of like prayed. We finished our last podcast, and this next one, we are ready for you just to understand that we're still growing in this area. Yes, for but sure. Also, just recognizing how great and sovereign God is. Yes. He is a sovereign God. He knows what he's doing. He had a plan from the beginning of creation. And one of those plans is a day of rest, Sabbath. So let's dive in. You're going to get all of us and and all the process for us when it comes to Sabbath. But um, I'm excited. I really yeah. am. I, I want to say I've been Sabbathing, but I haven't because I've kind of fallen off the Sabbath bandwagon a little bit. So... A while ago, I started to Sabbath because I listened to a podcast about Sabbath and I was like, oh my gosh, I love that. I kind of am doing it already because on Sundays, I just rested. (laughs) So I was doing it already. And so I was really intentional for a while. I would make Mm -hmm. sure that Saturdays I had things ready to go so that Sunday I was not puttering around doing the things that were quote unquote work for me. And so that was awesome, and it was great. And then I just fell out of the rhythm of Sabbath. And so it got to be a little bit more difficult to do Sabbath. And then for me, I was very critical of what my Sabbath looked like. So I was like, well, Tori, you're not doing it right. This is not really Sabbath for you. So let's try again next week. Um, And so I just, I didn't give myself enough grace. And so I kind of was like, whatever, Sabbath is done. Okay, on Sundays, I just do the normal, go to church, go out to lunch, that's it. But Elizabeth, again, with the uh, emotionally Emotionally healthy spirituality. spirituality. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that, because I was like, what's this word? These words. Um, Gave me the book, and also in that chapter, which we just talked about office hours, they talked about Sabbath. So reading that for me, I was able to find the grace that I needed to be like, hey, you're actually not doing Sabbath wrong. Here's a couple of key pieces that you're missing just a little bit of. And now let's try it again. So I'm excited. Yeah. I feel like refreshers are the best thing in the world. I have a great memory, but for some reason I forget things. Mm -hmm. Do do you have that same problem? Oh, yeah. I wish I was... (laughs) I wish I could remember a lot of things. I, I'm like, a walking sticky note sometimes. Oh, I love that saying. Oh. Like, I need that on a t-shirt. Actually, I have to write that down right now. <laughs> I'm a walking... St- what, what, what was that? <laughs> I'm a walking sticky note. I love that. I'm so sorry. We're just going to pause there for a second. That is just so cool. Okay. So, picking yeah. back up. I have to finish actually writing, writing that down. down. But, um, I can't think. You took... You talk. Okay. So Sabbath, you know, it's really about taking the whole day to rest and delight in God. So I know for myself, 
the Sabbath for me happens to be on a Sunday because that's just the day that I have that I'm able to rest. For you, you may be able to do it on Saturday or a Wednesday or a Tuesday. You know, don't put it in a box. I would say take Sabbath and what you think Sabbath is out of the box, just like we don't put God in a box. Take it out, put it out, pull it out of the box. Right. (laughs) Well, it's also against our culture. So no matter what we're going to do when it comes to a Sabbath, it's not what the world or the people around us are doing. That is very true. So it's automatically does not have to look um, religious. It should be relationship anyway. Because that's really what it is. If you think about it, you know, God created, you know, for seven days. And then on the seventh, he rested after accomplishing things and had that peace. And even just the communion, I just like, ah. I love the aspect of whenever I think about a Sabbath, the rest aspect yes. to it and what it means. Because it's so counterintuitive to take a day off to actually be able to work better the next six days. Mm-hmm. Yet, anytime I've ever tried it, that's exactly what it does. Right. Like almost like a, like a, a, like a, a pill, a miracle pill. Like you just take that rest day of like... Here's my Sabbath, Lord, and it is amazing what you will accomplish all the other days. Yes, I love what is said in the book that Sabbath is a gift from God that we're invited to receive. Ooh, yes, like, and it's like what you were saying. Yeah, we're invited, and not only is it just there; it's like, hey, remember, I have it. Yes. Oh, hey, you're walking away, but guess what? Remember, I have this gift yes. for you. And once again, it's a discipline. Yes. And with that discipline comes four fun, fundamental foundational things for a quality of a biblical Sabbath. And I really like that in Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, he sets us up with the office hour and then goes next into Sabbath to give us that big day commitment rather yes. than just a couple <laughs> minutes here and there right. in, in, in our day. And um, I just, I'm excited because it's a biblical foundational thing it god's word talks about it over and over and over again and yet i don't hear or see a lot of people doing it and i know i have not always been obedient in it i wouldn't even say i'm completely obedient yeah right now in it but i'm getting to that place and i love that there's freedom and so you found that freedom i'm finding that Mm -hmm. freedom so let's dive into these four foundational aspects of a biblical sabbath Yes. The first one, just like the office hour, is to stop, you know, to truly stop working, stop what you're doing. And I love, again, from the book, it says the world will not fall apart if we stop what we're doing. And I think a lot of times it's like, but, but, but I need, if I don't, for me at least, if I don't check the email and I have to wait until Monday to check it, oh boy, what's going to happen? I have to check it on Sunday. I've got to check it on Sunday. And I'm like, stop. The the world, my school, whoever who's emailing me is not going to fall apart if I don't check it on Sunday. Like the world is still going to keep spinning on its axis just because Tori stops or Elizabeth stops. Like, yeah. Well, and there's two things from the book that I got from this section was one, you know, actually the the meaning of the Hebrew word Sabbath is to stop, like it's built into it. And so basically it's saying 
you need to stop. Mm-hmm. And, like, and just because you stop doesn't mean everything else does. Right. But you need to stop. And then there's a part where it says this. When we are sleeping, he is working. Now, of course he is. The God I believe in and know is always present and, and, and is working and he's evident in our lives. So, of course he is while I'm sleeping. So I give him that rest and I give him that ability and I lay that down every night. But I now need to also do that every week. Mm-hmm. And I find that to be really humbling and actually grounding. Yes. Very grounding of like, that's right, when I'm sleeping, you're still at work. You got this. I don't. And I don't need to worry. Yes. And to that point about worrying, it also said stopping revolves trust. Yes, it revolves right around it. Yeah. Like, I think that's also is like, once again, obedience, discipline. Yes. (laughs) Like, do you trust God? Yeah. Because if you trust him, watch what he's about to do. Mm -hmm. In your Sabbath, in your day, in your week, because of the surrender and because of the peace of it. Yes. I love that. Number two is rest. And it includes like a handful of restful things. So for me, I remember thinking my Sabbath, I couldn't do any work. I could not. I when it came to rest, that was sleeping and that was it. But reading this book, there's like a handful of things that you could do. So I know for me, sometimes on Sundays, I like to cut the grass. Yes. Oh, you're working. But. That could be rest for me. That is rest for me. That's something that I really enjoy doing. It's weird, I know, but I love to cut the backyard. So for me, that's rest. Walking. I know you mentioned walking. I love to walk. Like it's, there's something so enjoyable about it that I feel like I've accomplished different things because I either am thinking as I do it, I'm paying attention to nature Mm -hmm. or I'm even just getting out and moving my legs and my and my body to get to a place where I'm not just lagging and like ugh, I'm feeling like I've right. got nothing but yeah I get back and I feel so much more rejuvenated mm-hmm. and so in this book he actually gives like a couple ideas like yes rest could be sleeping it could be taking a nap that day it could also be working out it could be going for long walks which go hand in hand in a sense Reading a novel. Wow. Like, yeah. Yes. Like, reading a novel. Watching a good movie, which I would not say is your your first go-to. That should be one of the last things. I, I mean, I have reasons for why I would say that. But mm-hmm. because sometimes movies are not actually restful. It just puts you in a state of pause. And it doesn't add in to actually rejuvenating you. It mm-hmm. just stops you. And that's it. Right. It doesn't actually go a step further. And so with rest, you want to go a step further. Um, here's another one, going out for dinner. And I feel like for me, even, I've done this as, as a part of my Sabbath, is certain fellowship with friends. Nice. Like, I yeah. I am 100% an extrovert, and I get energy from my people. So as long as it's the right people and it's not too long, I can actually get rest from a good conversation with someone. And so I'll call a friend and have a half an hour, hour conversation, and if it's the right person... I come back going, wow, God, you were evident in the conversation. You were evident in the conversation. You were there the whole time, and now I feel so happy. Or I'm so excited for something new. Yes. 
I like that. That, I would say rest for me was when the light bulb went off and the grace came back. Because I was like, Tori, you don't have to just nap on a Sabbath. You can do the things that you enjoy and truly um, think about it. Because it kind of goes into the next one, which is delight. Yeah. But wait, I want to go a step further in rest. Here is what you need to rest from. Okay. So Tori now has this freedom. I have this freedom. We could go on walks. You can still read the book. You can do those different things. But what should you be resting from? You should be resting from work. Physical exhaustion. Yeah. So working out, if that doesn't exhaust you or walking doesn't exhaust you, then that's fine. Um, hurriedness. This is not a time or a place for hurriedness. Multitasking. Not needed. Competitiveness. Hey, if you're going to play games with someone and your house has your day of rest, make it not competitive. Don't have the anxiety or the stress of it. Worry. Get rid of it. Out. That is not rest. Um, decision making. Hey, choose the next day to make that big decision. Catching up on errands. Hey, once again, do it a different day. You will appreciate it and God can make the time for you. Talking. Now, for me, I want the talking. But Tori, maybe you need less talking that day mm-hmm. for your rest. And this last one goes back with why I said the thing about TV and a movie. It's technology. When I'm done t- Sabbath, I actually don't text anyone that day. Oh, you're good. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I've only done it a couple times, Tori. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an expert because I, I've also didn't have this standard until reading this book. Mm-hmm. So any other time that I've ever tried to Sabbath, I either was like you going, oh, I messed up because I worked, or I, I still kept in things that were making me work and yes. not and not actually contributing to the positive rest. Mm-hmm. So, but now cuz I know Tori was really excited about this one. <laughs> now we can go to the next one. Let's go. Delight. Um that is when you're delighting in what you've been giving, given and slowing down and enjoying uh that and doing just that. And so for me, I know it was also another light bulb moment of on Sundays I go out with my grandparents and we have lunch together and so this Sunday I'm really excited to like slow down and enjoy not that I rush when I eat but just enjoying each moment of eating out with them yes and delighting in that yeah uh, in the book, he talks about like delighting in the food you're eating, or delighting in there we go. the the fellowship that you're with, or the different people, or or God's word. Because yes. I mean, that is a huge part. We have not talked about that yet. But on some Sabbath, there is an emphasis on God's word and an emphasis in and pouring back in spiritually, but also taking the time with Him. It's basically Sabbath is the big version of the office hour. Yeah, that's really what it is. But and then some mm-hmm. with with other treats yeah. and enjoyments that come with it, like being delighted. And I really like that for every point, and we haven't said it yet, there's a scripture that backs up the stopping, backs up the rest, backs up the delight. Because even in Genesis 131, you know, God proclaimed it was good. And so he was delighting in the things mm-hmm. he created and then he got to stay in it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I need to be reminded of those things. And like, and just take the time to enjoy what's around us. That gratitude again. Yes. Comes 
really good and handy. I really like that. And like for me, what do you delight in? Is a question I had to ask myself. What do I enjoy and get mm-hmm. enjoyment from and delight in? I love to dance. <laughs> I love to dance. So I told myself, like, when I have a Sabbath, I'm going to dance. I love it. And and I've said this in the podcast before. My dancing, guys, it is not like I've ever taken ballet classes. Well, actually, correction. I did when I was three. But, that, <laughs> but like, that's it. Like, But just dancing and, like, whether that's upbeat music or just... Like a song like We Dance by Stephanie Gretzinger. Yeah. And just like being in the moment and in the presence of the Lord as I worship him in dancing. But I love that. So that's the one thing I delight in mm-hmm. so much. Tori, what about you? What is something you delight in and you want to or have done on your Sabbath? I love to just be like still outside like I love to just sit out there now that the weather is like nice I love to soak up the sun and so for me that is something that I know is going to be incorporated and has been incorporated in my Sabbath just going out and just sitting yeah and listening mm-hmm. to the birds and we have a little fountain and all that stuff so I love that mm-hmm. yeah I mean I love a lot of things but what you said like that's so enjoyable yes that's peaceful like yeah you're bringing in all the elements because you're stopping in that you're resting and you're delighting in it and yeah. the that's super cool and it actually makes way for this fourth yes foundation which is contemplation contemplating okay so for me the way that i think of contemplating is really very much a remembrance mm-hmm. contemplation you think upon something what should we be thinking of god his faithfulness, his word, his foundation, his whatever you fill in the blank. I feel like it's one of those things where like if I was to be reading about Moses and see that God did these things for Moses or for Abraham or, you know, someone that we know really well. Yeah. And you you read it again and you find these new truths. Well, they're not new truths. <laughs> they're new to you. Yes. Same consistent truths that had been in the word. But new revelation, how about that? Mm-hmm. That was the word I was looking for. And all of a sudden, you're thinking about God's word, and you're like, wow, like, when Moses was in the wilderness, and he provided the man on Lord, wow. And then contemplating, how have you provided the manna for me? Yes. Lord, how have you done these things? Like, taking the time to contemplate and remember all that he has provided and given us, what he said to us. Maybe that's going back in a journal. Or maybe that's just sitting and contemplating, wow, Lord, I wonder what those birds are singing about. I wonder what they're doing. Like, it yeah. could be anything. It's just taking the time and contemplating. And, like, uh, it's just one of those things where I'm not great at it, but I really want to be better at it. Yes, definitely. The fourth one I really shoot on Elizabeth because I was like what is contemplate what is that and I love it because it is it's remembering God and his goodness and his faithfulness and that he's so good well it's not about us it's not and everything we do any other time of the day really tends to be what can I offer to someone? What can they offer to me? Yeah. How will I let this person down today if I don't get this thing done? Like, mm-hmm. it's just so much about us and busyness and pressure that 
Um, God looks at me and says, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. My work, which is you, is wonderful. Mm-hmm. You already are. And so I, I appreciate that God is also going, hey, remember my purpose for you and my plan for you. And in that, it's, I created you and I love you. So come and spend time with me. Come back. Because if you are loving people, that love comes from me. And if you're looking for purpose, that comes from me. And I can give it to you. And I think that Sabbath is also just that time of surrendering and trusting him again. Yes. And to that, this last little thing, because it definitely reminded me of this. We are deeply loved by God for who we are, not by what we do. Mm. And that was in the book. And I just, I was like, hello, say it for the people in the back. Like, yeah, we're not not loved. Yeah, we're not loved for our works. We're loved for me. Which, yeah, it's so hard because then you can start to combat that and go, God, like, what do you mean? Like, have you seen? Yes, yes. But that's not what he says. And I'm not supposed to be be believing myself or what other people think or what I perceive other people think. Yes. No, God's word, center, go back, follow it, learn it, like sit in it and... That's me calling me out. (laughs) That's me going, Elizabeth, get back to that place. Go back. Yes. And I appreciate that we get to think about that when we talk about Sabbath. And there is work when it comes to Sabbath. You know, Tori mentioned really early on when we first started talking today about how she has to prepare for it. Mm -hmm. You do. You do have to prepare. You have to take time and work on, you know, preparing that, okay, mentally. Also physically, like what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. What are the things? How are you going to make sure that you don't get interrupted? How do you make sure those things? And so um, don't forget that part of Sabbath, but it isn't a burden to spend an extra half an hour the day beforehand just to make it yes. so that the next day is successful in that way. And I really think that this is a place of obedience. Yes. That as we do it, as we pick this up, um, there will be such treasures that will be revealed from the Lord for sure man that was great i love oh my gosh i just love it that book i didn't read the whole book y'all i just only read chapter six so (laughs) chapter six gave us a lot so uh we hope that you got a lot from it and um emotionally healthy spirituality by peter s highly recommend it there's so many other things in it as well and um it's a tool I mean, most things, that's what it is. God's word is foundational, but everything else is tools. And this is a tool that has really helped my life. And I know that, Tori, um, you already have had some of these disciplines, and it's just picking them back up. Yes, for sure. A bright, a bubbly, and then we'll head out. (laughs) Yes, all right. I'm going to put you on the spot. What is your uh, bright and bubbly? Oh, my goodness. I didn't (laughs) actually come up with one. i got to think about mine. That's why. Um, okay, let's see. So I would have to say I got to go to Greenfield Village with the girls I'm Manny for. And it was so much fun. But not only was it fun, it was encouraging. So it's one and the same. It's upright and it's a bubbly. Because uh, we went into some of the houses in the village. Mm-hmm. Normally when I go with the girls, I like go on the train, go on the carousel, play in the, gra- 
playground area and maybe, just maybe, we'll stop at one place. But this time around, we actually went to, like, Noah Webster's house. And I was like, this is so cool. Like, literally, you got to see, like, where him and his family, when he was in his 60s, like, lived with their, and, like, had great grandkids coming over. And you got to see, like, his library or more like his study. And then, like, they also, like, walk you through, like, the history of the dictionaries Yes. And, like, and then I talked to, like, one of the ladies that was, like, speaking. Because some of the houses in Greenfield Village will have, like, a tour person, like, a guide there. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking to this guide, and she was just talking about how the Merriam Brothers, like, had, like, <laughs> taken over for the, the dictionary. So that's why you have Merriam-Webster Dictionary. And it was just, like, that's so really cool. Neat. And it also made me realize that I'm that adult. I was like, I've been going to Greenfield Village for years and years and years. And it was mostly as a kid. And my memories there are kid memories of, I would look at things and go, wow, this is really old stuff. Kind of cool. Oh, there's my mom reading more things. Right. Now, here I am with a seven, five, and two-year-old. And all I wanted to do was read all (laughs) the things. And all I wanted to do was like go, I don't remember about about this. And did I ever learn this? It was just so fun that I was like, Elizabeth, you got to go without them now and go and read these things because it was that interesting to me. I didn't know I would love history that much, but I do. So Yay! That's my brain and bubbly. She's our history buff. Oh, far from it. <laughs> I never liked history. That's the thing. That's the thing. And I think that's so beautiful is just seeing maturity when you don't expect it. Yes. You're like, woohoo. I'm now an adult. Ignore right. all the years that everyone has been telling I am. But now I know because I went to Greenfield Village and I wanted to learn more about No Webster. It took me halfway through your conversation to figure out that it was the dictionary. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, Webster, that's awesome. Then I was like, Webster, Web- Webster Dictionary. And like right as I was like went off in my head, you were like, the dictionary. And I was like, yes, I was right. Okay. So <laughs> that's, great. that's the thing. It's like, did I ever learn this? Did I ever know right. this? And now I, I now I know I did, at least at one point in my life. <laughs> yes. Uh, so for me, um, my bright, my bubbly, Um, I would say... My bright is just going to talk to you because we haven't seen each other in a bit. So (laughs) I love that. Um, And just catching up with you. And then my bubbly, I went to the zoo yesterday and it was really fun. I got to go with my little summer job. So it was so fun. I trekked all over that zoo. Fun fact, three miles, baby. Wow. Okay. What was your favorite exhibit? Like which animal exhibit? Oh, there were so many. Okay. My top two were the prairie dogs. Because they're so cute. And then the Arctic fox. Oh. Yes. Now, for the prairie dogs, do they still have, like, the little tunnel thing that you can put your head through? Or do they get rid of that because of COVID? They got rid of it because of COVID. (laughs) Oh, man. That was my favorite part of that place. (laughs) Like, technically, they still have it, but it's blocked off. Oh, okay. Because it was just so fun to put your head through and you can literally see the prairie dogs right Right. They're so little. I'm like, I'm going to scoop you up and take you. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was my bright and bubbly. Okay. works hey thanks so much for listening today hopefully if you needed an encouragement when it comes to rest and sabbath you got it yes if not maybe you still got something bright and bubbly out of this conversation go out be blessed encourage somebody adioso